Hello and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, City of the Damned, Episode 4, Leap of Faith. This whole adventure, which I'm calling the Cursed City of Calamot, or City of the Damned, is based on my synergy concept of using a pack of Magic the Gathering cards to inspire a game. Once all the episodes are out, I'll share the outline that I wrote and used as my adventure guide. This is for anyone out there who wants to have a better idea of how I prepare and run my games, or if you just want to run this adventure for your table, you should be able to use that outline to do so. This episode picks up with the PCs having learned that their airship is being attacked by Sky Pirates. They think they know where the Wizard's Ball currently is, but will they be able to keep the Sky Pirates at bay long enough to get it? Nick and Travis were still not here this week, uh, so we still have Evan as Bilal the Wizard and Dustin as Ando the Monk. And I will be playing Carter and Glug as NPCs. So here is the campaign's City of the Damned, Episode 4, Leap of Faith. While you're sitting there debating on what you should do, you See? hear a loud thump. More people jumping off the Christmas. <laughs> no reason to check it out. I'll go see what it is. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys walk out, that's actually what people think. A couple people start going, Did he jump again? That fool boy's going to kill himself. And then, a couple minutes later, Another loud thump. And as you're continuing to walk, a couple people stick their head out and they're like, No, I don't think that's old Charlie. And then you hear again. And then you hear a general cry of alarm. Sky pirates! Sky pirates. I hate sky pirates. <laughs> we don't need to worry about the sky pirates. Okay. You uh, feel we... the ship turn really suddenly. And then it kind of goes back the other way. You imagine they're doing some sort of like evasive maneuver. <clears throat> we stay here. We see if anybody comes. We hide and see if anybody comes out of this room. If we get shot down, if we get like boarded or anything, then that'll just. It's better that we're not moving towards our destination anymore. Do, I, th- I say we just worry about the ball. Do we want to see if we can get the captain to turn the ship around? I don't think we can reason with the captain <laughs> in the middle of an attack. That's the best time to reason with them. You continue to hear cries of alarm. They're basically rallying up their their men to try to re- repel boarders. And you hear them say, They're trying to board! And people are running by and they're grabbing you know, pens and swords. And you can start to hear the sounds of battle up top. You think at least some of them have already gotten on board and they're trying to be thrown off. And the ship continues to go. I'm going to beat on the door and take a different voice and be like, Um... We need all help. We need all help on deck. Or I can do it because I wasn't standing in the door. <laughs> I want him to roll a charisma check. See how well he ah. Change his voice. Go ahead. Do I have to roll to just speak in a lower voice? <laughs> well, it's not like it's necessarily a pass or fail. It's a degree of success. How believable your lower voice is. Yeah. Fail. Uh, six. All right. So you you drop an, an octave or two. And then I hide. <laughs> we, both, we both hide. We need all the hands on it. And then you hide. Hey, it's me. (laughs) Howdy ho, everybody. We need all the balls on, uh, hands on deck. (laughs) All hands on balls. If anyone has any balls on weapons. We need all hands on balls. I mean balls on deck. I mean, Uh, it's got to be your balls. Pretty drunk. (laughs) Did I mention that I'm intoxicated? (laughs) All right, the door does not open. Uh, you continue to hear cries of alarm and some screams, and it sounds like there's a full-scale battle going on above board. Where's our other two guys? You don't know. Oh, good. They're probably up there. I would assume that would be their response. Well, I say we bust down this door. Because otherwise we're just going to sit sit in the hallway thinking the whole time. I don't know what else what else to do. But I think we get them. We, we try and find those other guys, then we come back down here and knock down the door. Uh, okay. 
Do you have a better idea, or do you have a do you have something you can say to talk me out of it? Because I don't know. I mean, we don't learn anything. If we kick the door down and just kill her and take whatever she may or may not have. We need to find out if she has it. I mean, we just want to kick the door down and ransack her room. You may find a coconut. Oh no, it's the ball. Or it's a coconut. Or a soccer ball, or whatever. If I find anything spherical, I'll take it. <laughs> she collects basketballs. Yeah. Bowling balls. Mini, she's a mini ball kind of yeah. aficionado. Is the ball doing anything right now? It's um, my ball. Besides humming, or it's humming, thrumming, but not. I want to go to the door across the hall. Oh, like, like the one that's like three feet away, directly across. Make sure like across the hall or like adjacent. Whatever the closest next door is, just to make sure we're not mistaken and it's not like. <laughs> we just go to the room next to her and just pound on the wall till she comes over. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Or someone can go in her room as soon as she leaves. We don't know if she's gonna leave. That's what I'm saying. I, I I know, but we can try. Well, she did leave for the performance. Right. But there are pirates, so she's not going to leave to perform. So maybe we try and take care of the pirates, then we see if we can get her out of the room for a performance again. She took the bag with her gonna... to the performance, but set it to the side. All right, so we go up, we we go up, we fight the pirates. We kick some pirate ass, Then go Dodgers. We convince the captain that what we need because of this victory is... To turn around is to turn around to get repairs, but on the way we need some morale, so we'll have her perform. So once we win, we have somebody fake hurt, probably glug, to get him to turn around and say one of your heroes is hurt. We need to go back for supplies and probably damages to the ship and right. And we throw some supplies over the side and say right. they got away with some. And we just got to turn around, right? But we have to beat the pirates first, right? And we need a performance on the way back for right. morale, right? Sounds sounds like a plan. We've we've got something. Sounds like a plan to me. All it's right. Better than just kicking open the door. It's probably not. It's pro- <laughs> <laughs> it was probably that easy. It's so elaborate that it's probably good. Let me check my notes. It's As- just crazy. Assume enough. the characters will kick down the door. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um. So you guys run to make your way above board, and as you are running, another cry comes from across the way, and you hear that the pregnant lady is in labor. Oh, Great good. timing, pregnant lady. Uh, I saw. No one saw that coming. <laughs> so you make your uh, your way above board. It's, it's uh, late evening, completely dark, so it's it's actually kind of hard to see. But there apparently is a smaller actual airship, similar to yours, but much smaller. And then it appears that there are these little skiffs of like five or six people that are zooming around around your ship, and occasionally. Pirates are jumping off on board and are actually fighting, and these things are zooming away. So you're going to guess that there's probably half a dozen pirates on deck right now, currently engaged, and there's probably 20 to 30 of them flying around in these skiffs all around your ship, and you know they're firing crossbows from them, and then they're sometimes jumping on. So there's lots of stuff going on. So I'm not a huge fan of using the maps and minis, but I thought tonight we would do it a little bit just to kind of help. Keep things visual. So that will be our ship. Probably not big enough. That's what she said. So we're not going to use these tactically. Like, we're not going to count squares or anything. But just to represent that there are six skiffs and that there are five pirates on each. Kind of help keep track of what's going on. All I can think is today we die. Currently, there are 12 pirates on the deck. I said six. Oh, half a dozen. dozen. Sorry. Oh, kill so there are six pirates above board. So I'm going to say you guys can each just kind of just start an initiative because this is all kind of happening at the same time. So it's going to basically, you guys can go, then they're all going to go, then you guys can go. You do not see Nick and you do not see Glug. Or Carter. Punch that ship! <laughs> <laughs> can you use magic on the ship, one of the ships, to just well, crash it? If That's what I was thinking. Is there anything about the ship that I could target with a magic missile to try and... No, there appears to be somebody who one of is, these things is driving the skiff. It's almost kind of like handlebars. So imagine it's almost like a flat plank of board, like a two-foot railing that goes all the way around it, and there's almost like handlebars that the guy's driving. So if you took out the like driver... Like in the beginning of Return of the Jedi? Kind of. Think the Avengers. Did you say that there's nothing other than the driver to target right, with you, the magic missile? You can't actually... Technically, you can't target inanimate objects by magic missile. I probably would let you do it, but you don't know that it would actually do anything. I'll cast Mage Hand. 
to <laughs> crash two together. Yeah. Now, it has been a full day since you guys fought the Bullywugs. So you have all your spells back, all your hit points, all your hit dice. You guys would be fully... Alright, I will cast Magic Missile at the driver of one of the driver. ships. Okay. You don't actually have to roll for Magic Missile. I think you just have to roll for damage. Lucky. Can I have a couple... Can I have a D4 out of there? D4. There you go. Never mind. So, this is the 4D4 plus Whoa. 4. What? Three, oh, three. That even seems kind of high. Three glowing darts, and each one is 1d4 plus one. So this is three, four, eight, plus three is 11. 11 damage to the driver of one of the, we'll say this, this one. All right, so how much damage did you do? 11. All right, so you hit the, the driver. What were you looking up? Magic missile? Because I made those cards. It's possible they were inaccurate because that did not seem right to me, but it is, so... Um, doesn't seem, like, really strong to me. Compared to other versions of Magic Missile, because I think it originally started with one dart, and then you got higher. Mm-hmm. This starts with three. So, yeah, so you actually hit... Eleven damage. The driver, he goes flying backwards. He actually, though, he's, oh. he's tethered to the ship, so he's now hanging below the ship on about a 20-foot piece of rope, but he's not moving or screaming, so you think he's dead. But the ship just keeps going straight. It doesn't, like, veer down left or right. It just is just continuing going straight the direction that it was traveling. All right, Ando. There are half a dozen pirates on board and now, like, 29 flying around. Well, I don't know if there's much I can do to the ones on the skiffs. You could jump off the ship. Right. Land on one of the skiffs like Black Widow. Take out the driver. More references that I don't Then know. turn that okay. skiff into another skiff and then jump back off. Assuming that the skiff is over the ship when I jump off. I'm just saying it's an option. Your own Not saying you have conversation, to. Like lit up his world. He's like, yeah. Someone else has seen the movie. I Not Evan. <laughs> I've seen the shadow. What would you like to do? Well, let's ju- try to jump on one of these. Okay, that's what I like. To right. See. All right. <laughs> this is gonna end poorly. <laughs> oh god. This is what. This is where I go crashing off. This is what Michael does best. Gets you to make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. You, this. At some point in all of his DM battles, he'll go, you know what would be cool? Right. Well, now it's one on six, okay, so, in theory, or five. So anyway, so I'm very excited that designed you're to probably going to kill yourself. Yeah, that's, that's no guts, all no right. glory. So let's make this an attack. So you're going to jump and do like a flying kick. Yeah. So that you knock the driver off at the same time that you land. Okay. All right, so roll me an attack roll. So Eleven. Then I completely miss and go flying over the side. You do miss. I knew it. So now we have to roll to see if you go flying off the side. Okay. What am I rolling? That 20? A dexterity. Oh, yeah. I go flying off the side. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> rolling to your death. Yeah. So, Ando. But I land in the bubble and we're all go, good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Goes Luke Kane. Off of uh, no guts, no glory. Mortal Kombat <laughs> completely misses and then falls. All right, we're gonna give you one more dex check. Oh lord, uh, 18 plus four, so 22. Okay, so uh, as you are about to hit terminal velocity, you actually the, well, the skip that comes by that has the driver that he knocked off, you grab onto his body. So you're now hanging 20 feet below this skiff as it's flying around, uh, holding on to a dead body. All yeah. right. That's quite possibly the best thing that could have happened tonight. All right. So I'm going to say <laughs> four of the crossbowmen, just as they're flying around, are going to target you. And the rest of them are all firing other places. I got a total of 14. For um, AC? Yeah. 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 Okay. So two of them hit for six points of damage total. They were fired into other places, so a couple of the other people got hit, and, ah, and people were falling off. Some of these guys are shooting crossbows, so a couple of those guys go flying. So let's see, two of these guys. All right. You saw Ando jump, apparently, to his death. Now what would you like to do? I never, <laughs> never knew he was so distraught. <laughs> if only he would have talked to me. Why didn't he ever reach out? I'm going to... Get to cover or a place where I cannot be attacked by bows and arrows. Okay. the real Unless you go indoors, which would put you out of the fight, you're not going to be protected from everybody. 
I might give you less people that are going to attack you because you're going to get attacked from one side or the other. Well, if I stay up here, I'm just going to die. You can't sleep on one of the skiffs. Just have it crash. Not, I mean, on the not, people on it, on the dri- on the driver. That's well, I hit the driver with magic missile, so he wasn't driving anymore. Right. And he. I was just thinking you could disable one of the which other skiffs. Which is a sleep would just do the same thing. It wouldn't be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would have the same end result. Right. I which is just... the guy's not driving anymore, but the skiff is still there. Just thinking. Yeah. Hang, fall asleep and crash into another one. Not the one I'm hanging from, though. Let's not, let's not make it that one. <laughs> Daddy's a pendulum right now. Okay, so you're, like, doing this, and so you're getting swung back and forth, and cause these things are very agile. They're moving up and down, left and right. So and I'm going to throw place. up. I'm just going to hide, I guess. Okay, so Evan hides. All right, Ando. Can I pick a place to hide around the ship? Well, you're on the ship here. Mm-hmm. I mean... Like so, you have the like aft castle, the forecast. Can I hide on this side of the ship somewhere, in it so that if somebody passes in front of me, it looks like a pirate. I can. Yeah, I mean, you could go like inside, like one of the the, the cabin doors on the top, whatever that's called, the aft castle or forecastle, so that you could kind of see out on the ship. And you could probably even cast spells, but only if the pirates on the ship, not the that's ones. That's what I'll do. Okay. So, would you like to just go ahead and fire from one of the four that's still on board? Yeah, I'll use um. Sleep, 11 right. hit points. All right, that puts one of them down. So he he's engaged fighting one of the sailors, and then he just wrong, falls over, and you see the sailor just cock him in the head as hard as he can. All right. Does he look back at me and go? <laughs> <laughs> no. Got him. All right, Ando, so you have a couple options here. The ship is continuing to fly in various directions, so you could wait for an opportunity to let go and land on a different skip. You can wait for an opportunity to try to land back on the ship, or you can try to climb up the rope and get on the skip that you're on. Or an option I'm not thinking of. So what would you like to do? Anywhere I go is all bad news. Either it's four on one if I climb up, or I can try to jump onto another one and fail horribly. I'm already on this one, and I'm not dead. So I'll attempt to climb up, then it's four on one, with no chance of getting healed. Because there's no one else here. So you took the chance to jump onto a flying skiff, but you won't take the chance to fight four on one? I'm not seeing the quality in those two decisions. Yeah. I, well, what did you jump for the skiff in the first place? I'm just going to end up climbing up because I don't want to try to jump again. <laughs> All right. So roll me a let's do strength. Sure. It's moving so fast, it's kind of difficult. It is a 20. <clears throat> okay. So you very deftly climb all the way up and you're you're basically right at the bottom. So you can use your other action to do sort of a jump on board if you would like, but then you would be done. Or if you want to just try to wait till next turn, you can jump on board and then attack. I'll wait till next turn. Okay. Unless we fly close enough that I can kick somebody. All right. So all the ships are going to kind of fly and one of all of these guys are going to jump onto the deck. All right. So that's six more. So there's now nine Pirates on the deck, and they are going to attack. All right, so the battle seems to be going in the pirates' favor. At the so moment. now that I'm thinking about this, <clears throat> jumping to a skiff was the stupidest thing anyone <laughs> could have done because their all of their goals is to get on the ship. So if you just want to fight and kill pirates, they would have they will all come to you on the ship. It's true. Now they all came to you. All right, Belial. So you have a bunch more pirates. The battle is slowly starting to turn in the pirates' favor, so there's more pirates than sailors at the moment. Sleep, 22. Okay. You so are if that can get more than one. It does. It, it gets two of the pirates. They go down. The sailors they're fighting quickly club them in the head and kill them. Yahtzee! And uh, <laughs> give me a dex check. And I'll take a short rest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19. Okay. So you do some super cool Jedi mind trick motherfucking backflip and land right on top of, we'll say it's this one. So your character is now right here. There's the driver and then three other guys. So you're technically three against one. Actually, no. The driver can't, isn't going to attack. The driver was already dead. So the driver, so there's five, four. Yeah, that's where it's right. There's three. One on three. Yeah, one on three. And you can attack. Now you do have your two key points. 
So you could attack two of them if you would like, or you could attack one twice. Or... Yeah, I'll attempt to attack two of them. Do you want both these back then? Yep. So you're going to attack both, and you give yourself advantage on both. So what do I roll then? You roll 2d20s twice. Okay. You can give me one of them and still do that. That one's a 17 and a 15. Okay. So you hit one. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. Nine. Nine points of damage. All right. And then go ahead and roll your second attack. And 20. All right. That hits. Seven. Okay. Both of those pirates are staggered, but they do not go down. All right. It is now their pirate's turn. So they are going to... I got this. The thing is, they can't really use their crossbows effectively against you. Right. So they're going to have to drop those, and then they're going to pull out their daggers. So you are actually providing a lot of benefit to the ship, because that's four crossbow bolts that aren't being fired every turn. However, you were hit by three daggers. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the lowest I rolled was an 18. (laughs) Prove it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Three, six... Nine. I rolled minimum damage, though. So you take nine points of damage. Oh, that's... That's good. All right, so we will roll the pirates again. All right, things are starting to shift in their favor even more. All right, so it's back to you. Did anybody jump or... How many... Um, turn? Your cantrips don't count towards the number of spells you can memorize per day. Or cast. You can cast cantrips all day long. But does it count towards the number of spells you can memorize? No. How many spells at second level can I memorize per day? Three, I believe. So you have like six to choose from. You can pick any three you want, and you can cast those, I think, three or four times. I'm not sure what you're... Three times. Three times. So you could provide flanking. So if you did go out on board... I'll die. Okay. I'll cast Ray of Frost. Um, a beam of... You just... I'll cast... It's 50 feet. Make a ranged attack roll against a creature. When it hit the target, takes 28 cold damage, and its speed is reduced to zero. Nope. All right. So your Iceman Blast goes wide. All right. End up. So you have two of them that are very wounded, and one that is not. I'll attack the one that is uh, the seven, or just one of the ones that's already wounded. Okay. 20. Natural 20. All right. So spinning hook kick, he goes flying off. And now he's dangling beneath as well. Oh, they're all tethered. Yep. Cut these tethers. All right, so it's the pirate's turn. So so one, two, three, four, five more on board. Once I kill these guys, I'm just going to fly away by myself. Okay. So there's 12 of those. Those guys don't do that because they're engaged. Maybe we can save one of these. Maybe we should try and save one of these skiffs. What if you go to her when I save it and say, this is our way off, and we take the skiff back? Yeah, that's Come with I'm me saying. if you want to live. Well, that's basically what I'm saying is we take the skiff back, but we can't. We're going to have to take the ball from her. Like, I don't know how we're going to. She stole it. We're going to have to get it from her. How are these skiffs powered? You actually, you're not sure. Based off of the ship that you're on, the way the ships work is that you trap an elemental, usually an air or fire elemental, to the ship. So these must also have, like, smaller elementals that are trapped. And then there's some sort of just control device that lets you control them. So Lighter would it be possible to to take one? Yes. And like control it? Basically, yeah. You could just jump in and drive it. By the power of imagination. So right. it, Anything's possible! Save that ship! I'm and, sure you can't hear me. And you thought it was stupid. Yeah. So the sailors pushed back and they were able to take out three more of the sky pirates. And it's back to your turn, Belial. Frost. Nope. Alright. Uh, Nick's character is going to come up at this point and he's going to start singing his battle chant. So if you do attack and hit, you will get an additional D4 points of damage. But that is all he's going to be able to do. Endo? I'm just going to attack one of the other guys on the ship. Okay. Yep, 19 plus 4. How is he not dead? Well, he took out... On a skiff by himself. Are they not attacking him? Because I am bad at I got attacked. One was already missed. One's driving. There's only three left. He's already killed one. There's only two that he's fighting right now. And I am badass. Don't you're about to kill that that one. Seven. Seven? That's enough? He's dead? So, Unamas! One left. It's now the pirate's turn, so that one is going to try to stab you. And it, he misses. In your face, Belial. And I give you one of these. Alrighty. They're all flying around. Back to you, Belial. Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Five core damage. Roll your D4 as well. Seven. Alright, that is enough to take one of them out. 
and uh, there's the driver and one guy left, which that guy has not been hurt yet. Well, the driver's dead, right? Underneath. Well, another guy took over the driver's spot. Okay. Uh, so there's one guy you're fighting and one guy who's driving the well, miles. Not able to do it. Go the guy that can actually hurt me. Okay. So, 17. Rolling like a boss over That's there. That's right. <laughs> Six. All right, go ahead and roll your D4. My D4. So, I don't know what you mean by trap an elemental to the ship. What does that mean? Okay. So, essentially, in D&D terms, there are these mm. elemental creatures, forces of nature. So you have earth, elementals, fire, uh, water, and air. And the way it works in Eberron, which is what I'm kind of cheating off of, is there's a way to bind an elemental into a physical object, somewhere to like think like a genie trapped in a bottle. So this elemental is trapped inside the ship, and it's manifested by a big ring that kind of goes around, looks like a donut that goes all the way around the ship, and it's like red and flamey because it's a fire elemental, and that is what allows the ship to fly. Is the elemental just now the ship and the ring, or is it... Like, contained somewhere within it. It's physically contained in that ring. So it, the giant ring that circles the ship is a physical object that was built, and now there's an elemental spirit trapped within it, and it has to be a big enough elemental to, to fly the whole ship. So these skiffs, there's probably somewhere on it, most likely somewhere near the controls, there's like a gem or a box or some sort of physical object that they've trapped a smaller elemental, either air or fire, and that's what's providing the, the lift. So with that, you're actually able to take him out as well. So all four, four of them have now flown off. The only guy that was left is the driver, so I moved it up to here. So he is the only one that's left. Guess who's getting hit next? All right. Well, maybe you should try and steer that into the other ones. Like the... I can if he has a hold of it, I don't think. you got to take out the driver. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. So the ones with one, these are just the drivers. So five more. Jump onto the ship. Uh-huh. Jumping on the skiff's not such a bad idea, is it now, Evan? Alrighty. Belial, things are going very poorly for the sailors at this point. There's only a few of them left alive, so the pirates are starting to come towards you because they're going to go below deck. So, like, half of them are mopping up the sailors, and half of them are coming straight towards where you're at. I'm going to run to the door, the quarters of the girl. Okay. So you can't get there at this turn, but you make your way down there. As you go down there, you hear the screams of a woman far into labor. Endo. Who cares about her? The only one that's left is the driver. He knows that you're there, but he's trying to, like, he's trying to, like, trying to fly the ship and just sort of bat you away. Super punch him in the back of the head. Okay. Fifteen. Like a boss. Let's go here. And five, four, plus, plus another four. That, that'll do it. They have 10 hit points if you haven't already figured it out. So yep. he crumples. He actually was not tethered, so he just sort of falls straight down, and your skiff just continues to fly straight. Oh, Lord. Give me an intelligence check. No. You have no idea how to fly this. Yeah, I, I figured that. So much for like a boss. Yep. All right, so these skiffs are going to turn and fly away, oh. presumably back to their ship to either pick up more people. Or do something else, because you are still being chased by a actual pirate ship that's continuing to fire cannonballs. Those two are actually going to fire crossbow bolts at you, since you're now the only one on that ship. They both missed. Can I give him the finger? All right, back to Belial. You run down, you bang on the door, it opens as you hit it. It opens up. Hello? Small quarters, I mean, probably smaller than the room that we're in now. And unless she's even better at hiding than you think, She's not in there. Okay, gotta, she's gotta be with the pirates. I'll run back up to the surface and look for Okay. A different, like, continue on. Or is there only one way down into this? Pretty much only one way down. Okay, then I'll go back, go up to the surface and look for up there. Okay, as you're on your way back, you run into a pirate. So it's a one on one, mano a mano with you. Fisticuffs! Hello, sir. <laughs> Just passing through. Yay, pirates! <laughs> Boo, sailors! Yeah! <laughs> uh, I'm just a member of a boy band. Yeah. Alright, so... <laughs> 23 skidoo! That's awesome. Alright, so we'll go ahead and roll initiative just for our battle here. Tw- uh, 21. Alright, I rolled a 1. So, just for the sake <coughs> of the story, we'll just have you go ahead and go. So basically, you 
you're kind of running, you turn a corner, and you see this pirate who's going room to room, just checking on doors, trying to rouse up any last resistance and kill them. He doesn't seem to know that you're there right away, so you get a free shot at him. I'll try my magic dagger. 12, or 11. Hits. Uh, five damage with the magic da- dagger. I don't know what it does. Okay, so he is staggered, which is effectively half or less, but does not go down. So he will then come at you with his dagger and misses terribly. All right, so Endo. Trying to fly this thing, right? Yep, so give me an intelligence check to see if you can figure it out. I can't tell what number that is. It's an 18. 18, all right. So similar to like what you would think a motorcycle, and the motorcycles don't exist in this world, like yeah, a jet ski? Yeah, okay, you got handles on both sides. It doesn't actually move, like the whole like thing is turned. But there's like a little bit of give in each of the handles, and you kind of figure out that that's what controls it. You got a throttle, and then what you don't see is altitude control. You're not sure how that works, but you, you could at least fly it straight and not kill yourself until it runs out of gas or whatever, you hit a mountain. But for the moment, you're just flying straight Both that way. devastating, but... <laughs> right. But, you know, all in all, things could be much worse. Don't so know, Don't know what's going up, Caesar Downsies. Where would you like to try to fly this to? So you still have these three skiffs that are going away. You have the small power ship that's still firing cannonballs at your ship. And you have these two skiffs that are sort of circling around you, firing at you. Not sure what I can do with the skiff. I mean... You do have four bodies dangling from the bottom of it. <laughs> Use that to knock people, to hit people. Gross them out. <laughs> oh, dead body! That's oh, you're touching with the dead guy! <laughs> Well, I guess, well, since they're attacking me, I'll go at this one and try to hit him with the people. Okay, so give me a, essentially that would be like a driving check, which I think defaults to dexterity if you don't have it. Okay, 10, 14. All right, so you manage to sort of cross paths. You don't quite get the bodies hitting their bodies, but they do kind of have to navigate through your ropes. But he apparently is a very skilled driver, and he's able to navigate through so you kind of distract him. He's not going to be able to take a shot at you this turn, but that's all that you accomplished. So on their turn, I'll go ahead and do that first. So only one of them is going to get a chance to fire at you this turn, and he misses. All right, your battle. You still got the guy there in front of you. Do I get anything from, uh, what's his name, playing the loot up there? Up top, no, because you're too far down, so you do not get that. <laughs> Hit. All right. Six damage. All right, that takes him down. That was... Really close. How many hit points you got? Like two? Well, eight. But just a wizard running into a pirate. A dagger is never good. Wizards versus pirates? Yeah. All right. So you continue to hear the cries of labor. Uh, that woman must not be too far away. Shut up. <laughs> so you're going to continue to make your way above the deck again? Unless she's like, yeah. did she have the ball? The other girl could have checked on her. I don't know. Who knows? Or is it like Scooby-Doo, where the person who'd done it was told to you right in the beginning of the episode? Or they that person was shown? Check for a rubber mask! And right in the beginning of the game, Michael was like, well, by the way, there's a pregnant lady on board. It's old man Winston from the amusement park. I, I would probably check on her if I was you. I'm not going to drive down. I won't make that trip. I'll go check on the pregnant lady. Okay. Roll me a perception check. She gives birth to a four-armed Yanti that is now on your side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom? Yes. Nine. Nine. Okay. So you check on the pregnant lady. You see Glug kind of like just as you walk in is standing up from down in the nether regions. And you see him turn and there's two bundles. Are those the terms the doctor used when your wife was in labor? <laughs> yeah, the nether regions. The baby has come from the nether <laughs> that's how, regions. That's how he gives the uh, the sex talk. Yeah. <laughs> you go to her nether regions. Yeah. Somewhere down in here. Not sure. And there's a magical, mystical spot, like <laughs> El Dorado. We're not sure it really exists, but it's the city of gold if you can find so it. like Atlantis. <laughs> but he stands up and turns away. He's got two wiggling bundles of cloth in each, in each arm. The woman has clearly given birth to twins. She's attended by a couple other people that are kind of helped. She seems okay, but obviously in a lot of pain. And just as you turn around, Glug tries to hang you. One of the... Oops. <laughs> I don't got it. Ram Ross! <laughs> I just... Burn of hands! I got that. Magic I missile. I don't have time for that. The ship's being attacked by pirates. Then he tries to hand you both of them. I'm like, where's my axe? Just put him down. <laughs> he, he looks at me and goes, where's that girl at? What girl? The, the girl. She was in here a minute ago. The uh, gym, the uh, acro- 
acrobat? Yeah, she she was here just a minute ago. He he kind of like looks around like he's confused why she's not there now. I want to search the room real quick. Okay. Uh, six. All right. So it, it's not that big of a room. You kind of sweep around it. You don't see any sign of her. She's not here. I don't got... know. So he eventually ends up handing the, the bundles to the lady. And uh, he like picks up his axe and he like, turns to walk out. And you kind of hear him mumble under his breath. It's a miracle. As he walks out. I grab him and like grab him by the shoulder or arm or whatever. What, and say, what do you mean it's a miracle? Those babies were breached. They they shouldn't have made it. What does breach mean? Right. <laughs> quit, quit talking in your stupid orc language. <laughs> they came out bass backwards. Yes. Okay. So I know why. Okay. So. Girl, where would she go? I'll run back up to the surface. I want to check and see if she's with the pirates. Okay. So you're making your way down a couple hallways. There's a couple times where you like turn a corner and you see a pirate there engaged either with a sailor or ju- or checking into a room and you're able to like duck back and then jut across and you avoid conflict but there's still pirates um you'd guess in half a dozen going through pretty much all the sailors are incapacitated like you don't know that there's at least somebody still flying the ship but you think all the other sailors are probably dead or dying though glug probably will change that pretty quickly if he can get up there but as you race through you don't see any sign of her all right so back to you so both of those two that are up there are going to take pot shots at you. Seriously, I'm rolling really, really badly for you. All right, it's your turn. Or really well for me. Or well for you. Not bad for me. So you're yeah. flying your skiff. Uh, give me another intelligence check. Um, 11. Okay. So you kind of figure out that you you move them independently to turn, but if you push them both up or both down, that's what controls altitude. So you kind of finally got it figured out on what you're doing here. All right. Attempt so, to attack one of these that's... Attacking me. Right, so, so you're just going to kind of fly over it again and spaghetti dangle the bodies. Drag the bodies. All right. And that didn't work. Okay. 12. All right. So this guy's clearly a better pilot than you. He even does sort of like a little loop-de-loop thing. Comes over top of you. Son of a bitch. All right. So. Um, We're going ballistic, man. Go get them. Belial, you burst up on deck. There's a two pirates that are still up there. They're actually coming out of. The other side of the ship, they've already done their deeds. So there's two pirates on top of the deck. And roll me a perception check. Hmm. Okay. So what would you like to do? Fell asleep. You see two, you see two pirates in front of you. Uh, I'm drunk. I'll attack one with a dagger. Okay. No. 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 If I take one, you're going to hit him dead. Without any, there's so much commotion, nobody's going to be like, The wizard's down! <laughs> the wizard needs food badly. <laughs> Uh, I'll check my ball. Alright, it's thrumming. Uh, that does nothing. No, that means, means she's close. Probably. Do a quick scan with my eye socket balls. <laughs> Throw me another perception check. Um, 14. 14. You don't see anything. She is stealthy. I can't fight these guys. <laughs> But I'll attack. <laughs> what you roll a 20? 18. Yeah. Can I... Is there... Are we in open space, like, where I can run away without going back to where I came? Well, you're on top deck of the ship, and there's only four people moving. Carter, you, and then two pirates. All right. Well, I got Carter backing me up. So I'm going to attack. Right. Do I have advantage for flanking? You're more like mono, yeah. mono type thing. That's going to miss. Uh, nine to hit. Misses. All right. <clears throat> So, I'll go ahead and have Carter attack as well. He's going to hit his guy. I think that's actually going to... No, nine. So, he's staggered, but not dead. The two pirates are going to go. First one's going to attack you with his dagger. Misses. Second one attacks Carter. Hits. Alright. These two guys up there, two of them are going to fire at you. There's only one attack now, since this one did a maneuver. Oh, sure. Alright, I'll reload that. Hits. Ah. Four points of damage. I want the first one. Yeah. Alright. And up. Well, we're going to attempt to just wreck that one again. I mean, and it got away from me. I was a 16. The number that you turned it to wasn't the one. Okay. Yeah, 16. So I'll roll his. All right. So you actually are able this time to work that. He's getting kind of cocky. So he tries to do another cool move, and it doesn't quite work out. And as he's flipping over, he catches the four bodies perfectly. Your skiff <laughs> drops like 10 feet suddenly because all that weight pretty much is pulling it straight down. 
So there's a second where you feel like you're going to crash, and then you hear the sort of twangy snap as those ropes break, and then you just see his skip sort of spiral like this, and the bodies are all spinning out like almost like a Ferris wheel. See, Ooh. turned into what he wanted. Because it explodes. Because that's what happens when there's a fire element. Because there's a fire element. I'm going to shoot the gas tank. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this guy is actually going to go ahead and just fly off as well. But they're going to take another pot shot as they're going. All right. So back to you. So you are fighting mano a mano with a pirate. 14. Hits. Five damage. All right. He is staggered. With magic dagger. He's going to attack you. 12. Misses. Misses. That's the first attack I think that's missed me. And Carter is hit. All right. Glug's downstairs doing his thing. All righty. So, Ando, basically at this point, unless you're chasing them, they're out of the picture. At least temporarily, you see. And there's how many on the deck? Two. It looks like they're fighting Carter and Palau. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, Ten plus what I get? Intelligence? Uh, Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, Plus three, so thirteen. Okay. You don't see anything? All right. Balao, back to you. On this survival, it's a wisdom. Is that plus wisdom too? Yes. So it should. The math should be done there for you. you yeah. So it's four. Yeah. So, so you're fourteen. Being, yeah. Still see nothing, huh? Okay. You're gonna miss. Attacks you. Thirteen. Hits. All right. You take four points of damage. All right. So we want to do with the skip. We're gonna try to land it on the ship, or you're just gonna fly beside of it. Uh, for now, since all the ropes have been cut, so you're not dangling anymore. Right. Bodies. I can use a light crossbow, can I? Is it a light crossbow that they had? Yes. That they sat down? Sure. I mean, can I pick it up and fire at the people on the... Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll try that, okay. just at least to help kill them. Yeah, since you're firing into... Oh, yeah. They're all fighting, there's a chance that you might hit your Yeah. Brain. And you're driving your thing at the same time, so it's going to be difficult. Okay, and I know what I did. Okay. Um, I guess just sort of circle, I mean... Okay. And wait for the battle to be done. Okay. One way or the other. Right, and look, <laughs> see if I can see the Once gymnast. On the, what if one of them take it? We can't get back. Just trying to make sure we can maintain control of this thing. Okay. All right. Go ahead. And I want to see you die. Nope. Misses. There you go. Thank you. Nine. Misses. Ooh. Oh, dang it. Carter needs to attack. <clears throat> Hit. Kills his. There's only one of those left. You're doing your thing, so we'll just go back to you. That'll hit. Five. That does it. So you've taken out both of the pirates. And down below, you hear the sounds of Glug kind of doing his battle cry. And things are going fairly well down there. The ship is continuing on its course. And the Sky Pirates probably have assumed that their pirates would have taken control of the ship and slowed it down or turned it around. So they continue to follow, but they're not closing in. They're not getting any closer. They're sort of in like a holding pattern, too, to see what's going on. Both of you roll me perception checks. 21. Okay. So you see, as you're kind of just watching what's going on, you see a figure slide out from, like, on the other side of the forecastle, kind of small, lies, darts to the side of the ship opposite where you are, and then stands up on the railing. There she is on the railing. I look. Is it it her? Yeah. You can see that she's climbed up on the railing like she's about to jump. Like she's going to jump off of the ship. What it looks like. I'm going to try and grab her. All right. So you're kind of far away. So uh, yeah, is there anybody closer to her? No. Pretty much you and Carter are the only people on the deck, and then he's flying his skiff. Do I know her name? Was it mentioned as part of the show? or no. All they called her was the acrobat. I'll yell, I'll yell acrobat. All right. She uh, turns, kind of looks at you, smiles, and then just does like a Wait. nasty plunge off the ship. Wait, I wanted to do something else. Okay. What do you want to do? I want to hold up my ball. Out of the sack. Okay. <laughs> bag. Out of the bag. You couldn't resist, could you? I didn't, I didn't even think about it. So, even in, in the dim light, you can see she sort of has like a shocked reaction. Her eyes open wide, but she still just falls backwards off the ship. I run oh, run to that part of the ship. All right, so you're going to run up and reach down, and you see her just like falling straight backwards. Does she have anything? She's got a backpack on. <laughs> Magic. Magic hand. So it's a parachute. It's got a big middle finger on it. All right. So you see this happen. So she's 
fallen off the ship and she's just <sighs> falling straight down. Oh boy. Can I pick them up and let's, follow her? Let's jump on your ship, on your right. ship. Come on. I'd... I'm going to jump on his thing. And okay. We're gonna... <laughs> You're going to jump on his thing? Yeah. I'm going to take my ball out of the sack, jump on his thing. Sure. We're gonna... <laughs> so you're going to gather Glug, Carter, you guys are going to jump on this air skiff, and then you're going to fly down and try to follow the plunging acrobat, correct? Correct. Okay. So it's going to take you a couple minutes to get Glug. He's still down below finishing off the final of the pirates. He appears to have gotten them all. He refuses to leave the ship until he's had a chance to search it pretty well to make sure that there's none left and to rally the remaining sailors that are there in case the other pirates do come back and attack. Get on your way. And by this time, the ship has continued to fly for quite a ways, going as fast as they can. There's the snow-covered hills, and now I'm singing the song. Um, so you, you can't readily see where she fell. Like, it's not a super apparent, so you're going to kind of have to look for it and hope for the best so it's not like there's a giant poof, like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> impact. Yeah, impact crater. In the form of a five-foot <laughs> gymnast. Yeah, exactly. There's a perfect woman-shaped silhouette that fell to the snowbank. She looks like a 12-year-old boy. Go ahead and give me perception checks. So this is intelligence because you're searching for something specific versus wisdom. 14. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. So you find an area that you think might be the area that she crashed. You're not certain, but it's it's the only thing that's possible right now. Or not the only thing possible, it's the most likely place that she crashed through the forest canopy. So you take your skiff, go ahead and give me a dexterity check to see how well you can fly this thing. Oh lord. Uh, let's see. Dexterity plus 14. 14. Alright. You do an adequate job. You're not quite ready up to do loop-to-loops yet, but you... Drop Carter off the side. Yeah, you, you don't cause anybody to die. You continue to fly down after another, you know, half hour or so. You guys are trying to figure out how to get uh, where you're going. You find the area that you think is the correct area, and you start kind of lowering yourself down through the canopy. And at this point, you're into like a true deep forest. So you're well out of the swamp. You're just in the middle of like the Canadian wilderness. It's just snow covered, trees, pretty much featureless other than that. And as you get lower down, it does appear that some object has fallen. You can see breaks in the canopy, different uh, tree limbs that have, have been damaged and broken. And right when you get to the bottom, there appears to be some sort of, it's like a, like a small waterfall area, but it has frozen. And it has just in some miraculous fashion, fashioned itself into almost like a slide. And you can see where she's fallen, hit this perfectly, and then zipped away, most likely unhurt. So, as far as you know, she went that away. Do we have anybody... Oh, I, well, I have survival, but I don't have a... Just try to so we can't stay her. on the skiff no, to catch up? No, you, the forest is too thick, you won't be able to fly the skiff down here. You could go above the trees, but then more than likely you wouldn't be able to pick up her trail. Mm. This isn't like Star Wars where I can just maneuver? No, it's bigger. Not a... What are those called? The speeders? Yeah, Return speeder bike. Yeah. Now, th- this is like this table, maybe a little bigger, that you're trying to fly. I'm sorry. Okay, so we need to abandon our skiff, and we need to start tracking. Okay. Yeah. And then let's keep track of our days. And we need to hopefully, hopefully my ball will guide me towards the other ball. If not, I'm going to start calling it a piece of shit ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, you spend some time going through the forest. It takes you quite a while. And it's late at night, so you basically, guys are basically working through the night. You eventually latch onto her tracks, and you're pretty sure at this point you're going to be able to follow them. She apparently was uninjured by this great fall. Again, almost like it was a miracle, and you feel like you're going to be able to track her pretty easily. Is my ball giving me any direction? Not really direction, but it is thumbing again, thrumming again. But the, because I'm of, confused. Because of the snow. It's the actually, ball led me from 500 miles away like this in a direction to get to where this other ball was. Now that I'm in a close proximity, it's like, nah. It does what it wants. I don't know. Well, you don't control the ball. But you don't know that your ball led you to that ball. All you know is that ball led you to that city. Okay. But that pipe is smoking. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dog. 
You didn't know you have no control of your balls? Yeah. Tastes good. I'm the DM. I control your ball. It does whatever I need it to for the plot. Exactly. you. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> okay. Actually, in my head, there is a logical... No. Yes, there is. It, for me, it doesn't mean it's real, but it works in my mind. So, between the balls thrumming and the tracks, you guys are able to follow it through the night. Very cold, very wet, very miserable because of the snow. You're not sure that you're gaining ground. So, for a female that just sky dove without a parachute, she seems remarkably fit and able. But you are pretty sure that you're tight on her trail. And then it just sort of goes cold. It's like you're walking along, tracks, 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 no tracks. I'll look up in the tree. All right. Don't see anything. Real thought I had that one. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. But I outsmarted the DM on that one. <laughs> I got, oh, <laughs> oh boy. Or you just take out your sword and go, ha! Stick it straight up. <laughs> oh, no. You walk two feet. Ha! <laughs> About a half hour later, yeah. you're going, ah! <laughs> Everyone else, like, then you're like, these footprints go in a circle. Belial, she's not here. Ha! <laughs> All right. What's your ball say? Nothing. We're doomed. We're going to freeze. Very late. Probably would be a good time to camp. Let's set a camp. Or does he want us to set a camp? Are we going to be attacked by this tiny dancer? Uh, okay, we'll stop and rest. So right. we'll try to do a full night and set up our watch. We, we oh, have yeah. all four guys. Yeah, yeah, I forgot we're dying anyway. We just got out of a battle and we've not rested. You can give us feedback and comments on our website, therpgacademy.com. You can listen to previous podcasts on our website and subscribe to new ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a table topic, we'd love to hear it. Email us at podcast at therpgacademy.com or connect with us. We're on Twitter at therpgacademy. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash therpgacademy. We also have a Google Plus page, therpgacademy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.